0: disclaimer that I, Mystic, and am employee of Wizards of the Coast on the D&D team. Last time on Utopia Podcast, the party had made it to their first night on the road between Wimston and the Gate in search of the Seder Party. After lots of conversation on the road... Everyone settled into sleep while Godfrey takes the first watch. Karakaius returns. On second watch, Livy and Scylla have a conversation about their argument at the Langwood Pecker, and the rest of the night goes without notice. In the morning, as they wake, is where we find the party. <laughs> You all wake up uh, to see a giant direwolf sitting next to Godfrey and the smell of breakfast as Morgus starts making it. Do you say anything, Morgus, before that (laughs) to Godfrey, being like one of the first ones awake?
1: What sort of um, meat does your friend like, Godfrey?
2: Godfrey will look at Garakaius.
0: just does what a dog does. Wolf does. Just looks dog back wolf. at you.
2: And probably anything.
1: Orgis experiences a tiny bit of familiar envy and goes back to cooking.
0: <laughs> Ziba, you smell breakfast. If there's a light up, these are fire under her, she's... Groggy is all get out. And so I'll be like, this morning, I'm going with Groggy. She's gonna wake up and be like, oh, the wolf puffs are back, they got a lot bigger. (laughs) Where's breakfast? And it's not until like halfway through a meal, she's like, when did that get there? (laughs) we pets
1: now? We've had pets. Always been allowed.
0: Well, Betsy never really seemed like a pet. She's a little polite.
1: (laughs) She's not really a pet, actually.
0: Is Avocado a pet or a food group?
3: (laughs) Why not both? You know?
0: You pull out pet, and they're just like fully avocado formed Mm. their flesh overnight.
4: I mean, right now it looks like it's one of your five a day.
3: Moricus, you want to use avocado in any recipe?
4: This is why we didn't have pets.
1: That I will be harvesting the flesh of your pet for breakfast. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, yes, we've, we've been doing that. Of course
1: that. I do. It's good avocado.
3: He also likes it.
1: Oh, is it sort so of it's... a part of grooming? <laughs> Bit.
3: Oh, no, he just always seems to like it. Well, no,
1: but, like, if they if it's an avocado and then it grows and then you groom it, it might be a part of, like, normal grooming and hygiene. I never thought of that. Thank you. Thank Livy. Morgus he- takes and makes, like... Sort of an egg scramble with like a little bit of tomatoes and avocado and salt and pepper and yeah, you're right, Silla.
0: Yeah,
4: I'm so good.
0: You seemed a little disturbed by that,
4: Silla. Mm-hmm. She turns her back. She's got.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: she pulls out of her bag just a bit of something hard from the last town.
0: Yeah, so it's like <laughs> rations and hard tech. Yeah,
4: yeah, and just like rips into it and turns her back on the food they're cooking. <laughs> it's my only fucking pets.
1: I don't have a pet. I have a familiar. It's different. What is that awful sound that dog is making? <laughs>
0: I was if gonna cut a, it out. It's no, it. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we look over and Garrick is just <sharp inhale> slurping wait on a boba tea or minute. something.
4: What's I'm just difference? picturing an old flatulent dog now. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> What's the difference between a pet and a familiar?
1: A <laughs> uh, familiar is sort of bound by service magically and can't refuse orders. So well, absolutely. Pets just live in
0: your house and don't pay one? rent. Is that a pet or familiar? Um, we're not killing it, so I'm assuming it's one.
2: <laughs> all right, maybe it's time I have the bigger conversation about Garakaius. Um, so Garakaius returned with this last night, and Godfrey will take out. The piece of information that mm-hmm. he got uh, about Nyx and Nyx's mm. friendship with uh, Medusa. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you like to read it for the class? Ooh.
3: Sure! Let me pull it up. Uh I imagine Godfrey put it away in his bag. (laughs) Now he's to pull it up. Hmm.
2: Erebus was alone in the world by age 10. Her family had left her, her mother passing in childbirth, and her father leaving her in the cottage home one day before she had gotten out of bed for breakfast. He just never came home. So Erebus quickly took to being kind and helping others around the town in exchange for bread, eggs, and conversation. One day, while asking for work, Erebus met a man in the street. He was holding the hand of a small, lavender-haired child. The man's hooves clopped gently on the cobblestone street of the village as he approached Erebus. She kindly asked if his home needed washing, uh, required garden weeding, or if his chimney needed to be swept. He had become a very adept worker in the months after she was left to her devices. So much so that she always made rent on time and no one minded her hustling in the streets. The man invited Erebus into his home and asked if she needed dinner. She said she was grateful for the offer, but would prefer to do her work and be on her way. He wondered if she would sweep the cottage in exchange for a few coppers, and she agreed, but neither the man nor his daughter would leave her alone while she worked, as most others would. They would ask her questions about her life, interests, and education. After several sweeping visits to the cottage and one or two dinners with the man and his daughter, Erebus began to look forward to her time in their home. He and the young girl formed a fast friendship, and after finishing his work, would play with her around the cottage. Erebus didn't take long to become a staple at the dinner table. She and Medusa's friendships grew fast and strong. As they grew older, Erebus continued to live independently. Still, the two young women would hang out in her cottage doing what young women do. gossiping painting, baking, cooking, reading, laughing, and being happy. Medusa stormed into Erebus's cottage one day, the flushed cheeks and swollen lips much later in the evening than Erebus would typically have expected her. She told them about this handsome man, a minotaur she had met in the clearing while picking feverfew, how mystical he seemed, and how intelligent and dreamy. This was the first time Erebus felt a heavy knot settle in her stomach. Erebus was supportive and showed enthusiasm for her friend as Medusa continued to meet with Arudi, but began to feel more lonely as they spent more and more time alone. So continued until Erebus met Arudi, whom she also thought was very handsome, and they all began to spend time together. On the wedding day, Erebus knew something wasn't quite right. The knot in her stomach had grown into a boulder, a heavy weight that she carried with her at all times. And every moment she saw Medusa and Arudi together added the finest amount of heft to the stone within her. She married them with a smile. She wanted as much as she could to be happy for her best friend, for her new friend, for these two incredible beings and their happiness and love, but it was on that day that Erebus realized she loved them, too.
3: No.
4: Oh, that sounds awfully messy.
0: Wait, why is she unhappy if she loves them both? They're family, aren't they?
3: A different kind of love. Together. Romantic.
0: Oh, even the gross kind. Mm. That's disappointing ending to the story.
2: Um, along with that, uh, Garakai is here, and Godfrey gestures at the wolf. I guess has received... Has received a bit of, uh, a promotion. Has changed forms, and is now... Been sent to be a personal bodyguard of mine.
0: So he takes orders.
2: He might. So that he's is just up familiar. To him. He might be. I don't know.
4: But do you give him scritches?
2: <laughs> I did last night, but only if he wants them. And Godfrey so he's will a look
3: at head. I mean, it's a weird thing to say because yes. I presume Gerkaius is like a sentient person, which just happens to also look like an animal sometimes.
2: Um, there was an additional addendum there that told me to be safe if we were going where we plan to go.
3: The the Seder thing or the gate?
2: The Seder thing.
3: Oh, okay. why are we not safe?
2: It's heavily implied that that is Arruti's realm, and that he has full control over it. I had
4: hoped we weren't going into a situation where somebody at some point had given us tattoos without us knowing, with absolute abandon. But I guess it's comforting to know
2: we know there's a risk. It also might be a risk to all the people of Wimston who have chosen to go already.
3: I believe Carlin to go. left yeah, there.
0: Well, I did not hear what you said, Liz.
4: Oh, sorry, I said, um, then we have to go. I mean, the warning's no deterrent.
3: If anything, the warning kinda makes you wanna go even more.
0: I mean, it would be rude if we were invited, you know, to not show up.
2: It's so true.
4: be nice to know we were going to a party
2: we were invited to. Everyone does have that invitation, right?
0: We on our foot? Yes. Don't you? Didn't you check?
2: So it checks the bottom of her foot.
0: hmm It's there.
2: Godfrey will check and show everyone?
0: Not on Godfrey's foot. WHAT?!
2: Ah. Oh.
4: oh, this is... awkward, friend.
0: I'm sure they allow plus ones, Godfrey. We wouldn't leave you behind. I... don't think they do. But it's a party!
4: Who's got a writing utensil and a steady hand?
3: And magic pen. Those
4: two things. things? Well, ticklish, are you?
2: <laughs> I still don't understand where these questions are leading.
4: I'm just saying, I used to work a door at this place back in Mortworth, and. We would have different nights, and different nights would have different stamps, and sometimes you'd get these kids who would, normally they would just kind of go like this and press them together, but it, it it's mirrored, so it doesn't work as well. Then you get the art kids who would just try and copy. Looks like shit, but who's really paying attention with that many people on the door, am?
2: You've lost me. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Godfrey. What is, how do stamps play into this?
0: We'll, we'll sneak it in. We, if we can, we can if
4: we mimic the
2: tattoo... They well, may not be would, looking hard enough. We would need to know where we're going first, right? Well, yes. have somewhat of an idea. So anyway, the long and short of that is, this wolf is Garakaius, I will no longer have a raven following me. It is now just going to be this wolf.
3: Who's your pet? Nevermore will you be having a a raven follow you.
2: I mean, it's kind of… he's more like a co-worker.
1: A a companion?
2: It's weird. He is very conscious and able to make decisions for himself, as I imagine Garakai's is running circles at his own tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very intelligent.
0: He's really yeah. having a blast in this new form. <laughs> Ivia,
4: the autonomy is evident. She leans I mean, in to I... Livy and goes, you want to bet on what the next form's going to be? I'm hoping a sloth.
3: You know... I don't think I don't... that's going to be what it is, but I hope. Sizing up seems to be. <laughs> They're very cute, and they give... And I imagine they give great hugs.
0: that just stares at this, like, dog running around chasing his own tail in confusion. goes, I know that there's some people in the world who look more like animals, like the very nice bear man from the tavern, but, um... Are you sure about that, Godfrey?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm positive.
0: Just squints really close at the direwolf. No, yeah, okay. Stops yeah, and rolls just, over and shows you his belly.
2: <laughs> if you just look into the eyes, there's a deep intelligence there.
0: Gives you kind of like the side eye and then goes back to looking at the the wolf, really trying to see what you're seeing here. I'm really trying. <laughs> Mouth open, upside down, looking at Yuzabo with the belly and his tongue's just like hanging out as he's a little tired from running and chasing his own tail. Yuzabo will like slowly put her hand out to give it belly rubs. You like barely start touching the fur and his foot just starts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get some good squitches. Real convincing. <laughs> well, welcome what to say- Iis,
4: his new form.
0: Back to the party. <laughs> party. Barks loud. <sighs>
3: <laughs> All right, so we should get back and trying to... Oh, was did she say anything else? Or he thing.
2: Uh, it, it was asked that I don't die again.
3: No. Asian
4: Concern or consequence?
2: I'm reading concern.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, let's find this grove. And I, I guess party. And also try to make sure nothing bad happens. And apologize for digging up his grave- his child's grave.
0: Maybe we don't mention that part?
3: I'm pretty sure he already knows.
0: I just feel like if he doesn't, it'd be a really bad first impression, so we should wait till he brings it up. I mean, we're still invited, so...
3: I mean, if he doesn't know... No... You shouldn't not say you did a bad thing just because you want someone to like you.
0: Yeah, but sometimes trying to ask for forgiveness for a bad thing you did too soon doesn't help anyone. I assume as you're continuing to talk, you're kind of packing up camp, getting ready to head Mm -hmm. out. Yes. Garacaius disappears into the woods, comes back with a rabbit in his mouth just as you're ready to leave.
3: Goes to Dan, you're die. really liking get a new Oh no, you killed the rabbit. I mean he's gotta eat two.
2: It's not cyclical. that your eggs were bad, Marcus, I'm sure they were great.
3: I wanted that rabbit to live a long life.
0: My dad used to I take him behind the shed and skin him.
3: That was never going to happen. Yeah. It's just a rabbit. They make good eating. It's a cute That rabbit. one I'm
0: pretty sure is not intelligent,
3: right? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's dead, so, no.
0: <laughs> Alright. You all pack up and head out, I do need a survival check from whoever well, is leading the party as we lose the road <laughs> in this first leg of the morning journey. I don't think I'm journey. leading, I just want to do it. I can 19. Yes. I can do that. Five. <laughs> you got a 19, Sola? Yes. How are you steering Ziba again? <laughs>
4: at this point if we're heading off early half asleep and dealing with animals I'm just going to how are you you're, you and I are about similar sizes I think I
0: feel like it's more still leading and then every once in a while they're like get out of the freaking there's poison ivy there
4: yeah I'm just every now and again I'm just gonna kind of like tap you with the back of my hand on the shoulder and just go, can you fucking stop you're gonna get an infection
0: incredible yep all right i actually recently did get the poison oak so this is a really- I, you're already breaking out <laughs> <laughs> is anyone looking for signs of the the satyr party yeah
4: i think by this point yeah that's gonna be the focus
0: okay Give me a group investigation, then we'll take the average.
2: <laughs> it has to be that skill. <laughs> oh.
1: Well, 14. it's not going to be a problem, oh. y'all. Natural twenty for a twenty-seven.
0: Nice. Oh, yes. Yes. fucking hell! Nineteen. What did you get
2: out of? Uh, well, that's a natural one for a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Are right?
0: Yeah, everyone's rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I got nine. I'll, take I'll take the picture So what was yours, That's Libby? <laughs> 19 And Silo got a 19 as well uh, 14 uh, 14, 19, and a 7
2: zero.
0: 9 and a nine. Okay. The nat 20 and the nat one are just, we're throwing those out. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> we're gonna use,
0: they balance each other out. So, and the average. <laughs> what's the average of 14, 19, and nine?
1: About 14, 13.
0: Yeah. Well, it wasn't <sighs> just yeah, 2019. It was 27. It, I'm pretty sure it's 14, isn't it?
2: 14 plus 19 plus 9 divided by 3 is exactly 14. 14. I
0: did the math! Yeah. The math was done. The uh. mentals of maths. Alright. Um, yeah. I would say you all meander a little bit. Uh, and then maybe an hour or two into walking, the conversation starts of like, I swear I saw that tree before, you know, kind of a thing. But you're not really that lost. And then you start to see uh, hoofprints. Seem to be bipedal hoofprints moving in a certain direction. I think we might be onto
4: something. You're supposed to follow
0: them. Minotaur. How hot are we going
4: into this?
2: We don't even know what we're going into.
0: Oh, exactly. Well, it's a party, isn't it? Don't we all look hot?
4: Yeah, there are some parties you arrive to in a certain way. Nope.
0: Boop. (laughs) Yeet.
4: (laughs) There are also some you leave in a certain way.
0: (laughs) What do you mean a certain way? Like, do we need a ride? Like,
4: uh, no, I just mean there's an approach
3: casually, uh, swagger, yet, confidently. Yeah, something like that. Like, we belong there. I well, I, but more importantly, uh, I feel like we should talk about how Godfrey might just not be able to come with us. The say well, how different
0: is this than a birthday party?
3: Well, the Seder said that if you don't have the mark, you just won't be able to find it. You just won't be able to go.
2: And this is also uh, Arudi's realm, where you will be subject to his whims and creative impulses. Can
0: not tell me what to do?
2: I mean, he can't tell you what to do, but he could tell the entire world around you what to do.
0: What?
3: Have you ever? What is our
2: goal at this party? I guess is more of my question right now. What are we Uh, trying to accomplish so we could stay centered as a party if we get separated?
4: Well, if the people of Wimsden are at any risk, I think we keep an eye on them, make sure they get home safe. If it's just a party, fantastic. If they're in danger, then we deal with it.
3: I also think we need to find as much information about this god as possible. but all of the gods as possible. If we're trying to stop this war. And find a middle ground. Right now, our main goal is finding the shir- my Shiria and hoping she stops things, but I think finding out more about these gods would be to our advantage. So,
4: do we go and we listen?
3: We talk, we ask questions, and if we meet him, uh, we ask questions from the source.
0: Is that what you do at parties? I've only been to birthday parties.
3: Eh, you mingle.
0: I didn't bring a gift. Are we supposed to bring gifts to these? I don't think so. Okay. We're fine showing up like this, right? Like, am I supposed to
3: change? Or well,
1: have we had any specific description of what sort of party this is?
3: Yeah, um, I think, I think Livy would have talked to them about the information he had known. It has been a while, so what I learned, um, was basically this was a series of competitions and uh, indiv- like individual party games. And at the end, uh, the person, the people who wins get to boink other satyrs. Oh, yeah. So. And and obviously. I remember this conversation. And obviously uh, Zilla, the, the child, is not going to be participating in, in the gift. Because. <laughs> <Just, laughs> So, Godfrey, I don't know
4: if that's something that you'd look out for. I don't. What is the age limit on this party? I'm, yeah, I'm the, very, I mean, very I
2: was sad that I don't have an invite anymore. Ooh. <laughs> It'll be up to you. You four, I'll be running support.
4: <laughs>
2: Stand outside.
4: I'm not gonna lie, I didn't much like the fact that I was given a tattoo I didn't ask for, it, but I think... I think I'm coming around to it.
0: Yes, so you're gonna help me win thing. all the games?
3: All right. Yeah! Ooh. We can win the games, just promise me you'll... Uh, we'll ask for a different prize. I really
0: hope it's hide-and-seek, I'm good at that
3: who finally quite good at it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's our goal.
2: Okay, so we will arrive at this party finding information and saving the people of Lipston. That's how we're going yeah. to arrive. And winning. And winning.
1: I think competing is a more reasonable expectation because I think there might be some... Interesting entanglements about winning that we might want to avoid.
4: Well, speak for yourself. We don't know what we don't know yet, Morgus.
1: I know what I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, break. Maybe I don't get out much. I don't. (laughs)
3: And I don't know about you all, but Livy's going to... Uh, Seems a little bit excited. He's going to jaunter jaunter forth in the direction where he thinks this is.
0: Yeah. You all continue to follow the hoofprints if the party is following.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Great. You follow the hoofprints until your eight hours of travel for the day are up. Of his party, and at about six hours, Morgus and Scylla your connections to the arcane and to the natural world begin to bring little inconsistencies to light in your vision. An awkward shimmer of magic out of the corner of your eye, Morgus. Silly, you see a bush that you've never seen before, randomly. A large fern with, like, purple-blue leaves. Just small little things as you're walking.
1: Getting real weird around here.
0: Yeah, you're seeing
4: this shit, right?
1: What are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing sparkles, but, like, not my usual sparkles.
4: I mean, that's not from around here. I... I'm, oh, that's I'm, pretty. Yeah, don't go near it. Don't <laughs> inhale it. But it's not normal for here. Uh
1: should probably recommend it if anybody... Start seeing a light show. Oh good. Everybody, start seeing a light show. Uh, just Try to keep your weights about. You. Zip up! Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear!
0: <laughs> awesome. It just—it's not like constant, but does become more frequent as you get to the end of your walking for the day. Um,
4: If there's anything, um, anything new that I I haven't come in contact with or anything, I'm going to take that same thing, the cloth that I wiped up some Morgus's blood with and just kind of pat it up into and roll it up into the cloth and stick it back in my bottom of my gauntlet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you press forward knowing it's an extra exertion for yourself, or do you make camp for the night?
2: I think we should rest. It's been a long day. We don't know how much longer it's going to take. It has been a long day, that's true.
0: Tired. How much longer are we walking?
4: (laughs) Not much more tonight. Let's set up.
0: You set up camp. I can't. Suspiciously easy.
4: anybody to organize watches tonight
1: I'll take a watch. I haven't taken a watch for a little while.
0: sure. Unlike the previous evening where it was pretty natural for the season what you're used to this the sunset and the moonrise, you notice that to the northeast the direction you've been walking, The sky has just kind of, in general, been a bit darker. And back to the southwest, the direction you've come. You don't see... You see the bright colors of the sunset as it goes down, but you don't see those impacting the northern sky.
3: Huh. Weird. Have already crossed
1: through? Morgan? Yeah. Can Morgus? Um. Uh, it's gonna be weird, but can Morgus do a bit of a magical vibe check?
0: Can like, like check. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, from like what I've been seeing, I think Morgus is going to maybe try to pull on some of those threads of magic like he does with Wall of Force a little bit, just to see if magic responds the same way or if we have somehow crossed over into somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. That's a natural one for an eight.
0: You're not sure...
1: Magic is still magicking, so
0: Garakaius has like wandered off the way he did before when he went to get the rabbit, and he comes back and at your feet, Godfrey, he just drops this beautiful cherry filled Danish out of his mouth.
2: Where did you find this?
0: Wax's tail, kinda looks back the way he came. Looks so tasty.
2: I mean this might mean there's a table close by. Sure hope so. Do you want to yes. stop this camp breakdown and follow? Uh. <laughs> yeah. There's a Danish for you, Ziva. You shouldn't need it. It's been in Garakai's mouth.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say it's covered in <laughs> slobber.
1: <laughs> I cast Prestidigitation and hold my hand out. <laughs>
0: The slobber the is Marcus gone. could
2: clean it. Slobber is gone. I don't
0: want the dog food. I want my own.
2: <laughs> Give me the dog food. All right, food. Gar- food. lead us, lead us to the cherry day dishes. I the, want the dog food.
0: Brush is okay, really there. You go. You have the brush Thank is you. really high at this point, so he's kind of like burp, burp. Even though like he can clearly just like walk through it in his direwolf form because he's very large, but um, <laughs> it doesn't take long. It's like a five-minute walk, and then. You look over and you see about 10 satyrs just sleeping in the grass. And Garrus Caius puts his head in his backpack and pulls out another
3: Danish and plops it That's on your feet. Get, get a Chias, this, is, this is stealing, Garrus
0: Godfrey, you need to teach your pet better. And then he runs back over to like the first person laying next to the backpack and he... Pops up on his back paws and then just jumps on their chest and jumps away. And nothing happens.
2: Ah! wow. This is part uh, of the uh, magic of this place. They're not naturally asleep.
3: Oh. Uh, I think- Godfrey will
2: go forward and try to check on them medically to make sure they're alive.
0: Yeah, they're alive. They're just sleeping very heavily.
3: I think this... Yeah. He's hes the god of dreams. It's in your dreams. Godfrey, you can't go because you can't fall asleep.
2: Oh! Maybe the case. But luckily, you all haven't fallen asleep, so...
0: Yeah, what's the entrance to, to this? this? Are you tell me we can't sleep now? Just looks down at the elf, the sorry satyrs, with the look of like, God, I wish that was me.
3: <laughs> I think we, if we fall asleep, we'll be sent there.
2: That might be the case. S-
4: so... We're just gonna... Lay down next to and Scylla's looking over all these unconscious satyrs. We're
3: just gonna curl up and uh, we can go back to our own camp and maybe better.
0: I guess it it looked like they
2: had made a camp here to bed down to sleep, or did it look like they were walking and just fell over?
0: Uh, they're on, like, sleeping pads, but it didn't doesn't look like they made much of an effort to actually make a camp. It's more just like they knew that they just needed to go to sleep, so they laid down and went to sleep. Cool.
4: Well, I guess that it'll be easy for Godfrey to keep watch over us.
3: Can we, above table? mm mm-hmm. um, So, God, it, it very much seems like If we go to sleep, we'll be there. But um, it also seems like Adam can't join us.
0: Adam's just being a sneaky bastard.
3: Oh, God. Okay. I I wanted to make sure. He's playing
2: my character. Okay. He has a mask on.
3: Alrighty. Okay. As long as we. Aren't going to be doing some. As long as Adam can do something, as long as we're not excluding him from yes. the adventure, I'm fine with that.
1: Mm. I'm, I'm not. not fine full with confidence.
3: That. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, stay out of this one. <laughs> we have a cool club, and you're not invited. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. <laughs>
0: How do we wake up?
2: Probably finish the games. Well,
4: and what happens if we don't wake up?
2: It's gonna be a very long, long walk home for me. It's gonna take a long time to drag all these
3: bodies back. We have got and a giant wolf. I think this is the risk Nix was talking about. I still think it's worth it. I, I'm going to do it, but if any of you have reservations, you don't have to.
0: Yeah. I've never heard you hint that you're gonna you're willing to fall asleep now and just starts getting out of sleep. Finally.
4: <laughs> no, I'm with you.
3: Okay. Morgus.
1: Uh Yep.
0: Zip was on the ground in her sleeping bag as you speak. <laughs> All
4: right, I can oh, fuck I'm going in after her. <laughs> Still <laughs> tries to go to bed like, like I'm chasing a kid into a nightclub. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: All right. The four of you lay down your sleeping pads right next to these satyrs. And as soon as you have. Breathing has shifted to something of a deep sleep. Garakaius looks up at Godfrey. Are you ready, kid?
2: They're going to be safe here.
0: Yeah, Safe as anyone else.
2: Hmm. Let me just construct some things to try to chase off wildlife that stumble upon this area. That's, that's, a, good be good to go. that's a
0: good thought. I'm going to get one more rabbit.
2: And he goes to get one
0: more rabbit. While you do that, give me a survival chick.
2: Ooh, that's not bad. Ah! Uh. It's a 19, but I'm going to use Knowledge oh. of Another Life to add another d6 to Yeah. Or a non-natural 20.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay. You are able to make whatever you would like. What are you making?
2: I feel like he just gathers some sticks and strings and like little bells that might be in people's packs to just kind of make something that will start ringing really loudly Mm. if things like creep up onto the camp. Like enough to scare away any larger, smaller predators away from the place. And he'll be like covering people's like backpacks with some natural scents to try to throw off any unnatural scents that would draw things in. Yeah. Maybe light a little bit of a fire to act as, like, a natural deterrent. Great. Right. But, like, in a nice fire pit so it won't spread and light everything on fire.
0: Yeah. As soon as you finish that, uh, you hear the crunching of very large hooves coming from the direction you were headed as a large minotaur farm. Form breaks through the trees. <laughs> That is it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, why not hit that follow button, that like button, that subscribe button. We do one outro for every place that this is available to listen to. So Twitch, YouTube, your favorite podcasting app, however you can follow, like, subscribe, uh, Do do the thing. Why not? Maybe even tell a friend about this podcast if they're also into fantasy uh, and storytelling. They don't need to be into D&D. At the core of this, we're just telling a great story, right? (laughs) Appreciate you and all that you do to help us grow further. You can join our Discord community through the link down in the thing. Uh, You can also invest in us. You can be a monthly investor, a one-off investor. If you can safely give your dollars, we would really appreciate that. You can do that through our Ko-Fi intro and outro by nolan clock everything else by myself and the cast i hope you have a really great day